Shabbos daf kufnun zayim was starting eleven lines from the bottom of kufnun vavam beis at the mishnah mechavchan sadluim flei behemo v'asanavei on flei klavin. This machlek is generally between Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Yehuda. That Rabbi Yehuda islay muksa, Rabbi Shimon leslay muksa. And over here the mishnah continues with that theme and says you let to cut up cords in front of behemo that even though generally you use it for meichel adam, if you rashi you are maksa isimidaitoi for another potential use and therefore you could use it for meichel behemo as well. V'asanavei on flei klavin, same idea that even though an available before Shabbos was roi for an adam because you could shecht and use it for an adam. And therefore, you didn't have kavanah for a kalav. However, since now it became an avail on Shabbos, you can use it for a kalav, and there's no problem, no problem with mixer. However, Rabbi Yudayma, if it wasn't available on Shabbos, therefore it's also because that was not menamuchon. Rabbi Yudayma needs that something that you had kavanah for that specific purpose on Shabbos. Otherwise, it was mixer. So if you had kavanah for Michael Adam, that would not suffice for Michael Behemoth. Therefore, it's also because that was not menamuchon. Rabbi Yudayma needs that something that you had kavanah for that specific purpose on Shabbos. Otherwise, it was mixer. So if you had kavanah for Michael Adam, that would not suffice for Michael Behemoth. And Rabbi Yudayma would argue under Rish as well, would say that you're not allowed to chop up the lulim with Nebehemoth either because that would be mixer. It might we learn. Oral Shachaz Simon. We're going to see that there's Ula, there's Rav, and there's Levi that hold like Rabbi Yehuda, and there's Shmuel, Rabbi Yechon, and Zeiri that hold like Rabbi Shimon. So Amul Halach Rabbi Yehuda, Ula said Halach Rabbi Yehuda, Vafrav Sav Halach Rabbi Yehuda, Midikarach and Zuzi. Rav also holds like Halach Rabbi Yehuda because we have the story where there's a mats that were covering and protecting merchandise on a ship, and Rav also Rav says also to use it for other purposes. Ushmuel Shari and Shmuel says it's muta. Vaf Levi Sav Halach Rabbi Yehuda, Levi also holds like Halach Rabbi Yehuda. Kiyad Levi, Kavim Maisi Triftel Kamei Biyamtiv Leav Chazle. When people would bring him on Yontiv, an animal, after he did Shrita and a Shiloh about a trefer, he wouldn't look at it unless he was by the Ashba, because this way he could throw it right into the Ashba, and he knew that if it would become a trefer, he would have to throw it away because he couldn't use it. I could use it generally for a cloven because a Kalav could eat in a Vela. It must be because he holds a Kabuta, that it would be considered Muksa. Like we saw by the mats which were covering and protecting merchandise, that Shmuel said it's Mutta to use for other purposes. If a behemoth dies on Shabbos, you can't move it from its place. Now, the fear of you, it's very understandable because you can't give that nevela to a kelev because it's considered muksa. Since before Shabbos, it wasn't hooked for a kelev. However, how do you explain this Mishnah according to Rabbi Shimon? And Zi'uri explained it. It's talking specifically by behemoth's culture, which is also by none. Therefore, you can't give it to a kelev, and that's why it's muksa. But by chul, of course, it's not muksa because you could still give it to a kelev. So you see, he holds like Rabbi Shimon. We know there's a general rule. Rabbi Yechon holds Allah is always like a star Mishnah. If there's machlegs between two Tanayim, like over here, we have, we have machlegs between Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Yudah in a Mishnah. And then we have an anonymous Mishnah that goes like one of those and we pass like that Mishnah, we pass like the star Mishnah. But Tanayim, we learn to the Mishnah, we turn to Zion, Abed Aleph. Even if I call you an Eitzimah you now go chop wood for firewood from beams that were set aside and were piled up in order to put them into a binion. Therefore, since there's hooks of a binion, you can't use it for firewood. The same thing when you have a beam that was supposed to be used for binion. However, it broke on Yantar, and now you want to use it for firewood. You can't use that on Yantar. That's like Rabbi Huda. The Gemara says, Rabbi Echelon, Rabbi Echelon said that Mishnah wasn't a star Mishnah. It actually was said over Divri Rabbi Echelon, and therefore it wasn't an anonymous Mishnah. Tashma, another Kasha Rabbi Echelon, because we see a star Mishnah like Rabbi Huda. Maschilim by Remus Hatevan on Yantar, when you want to make fires, which is allowed to be made on Shabbos, you start with the pile of spoiled straw, which is that's generally set aside for firewood. However, you can't go take things which are set aside to be used for Eitzim at a later date that you can't use because that's considered muksa. So again, you see like Rabbi Huda that that's considered muksa even if it has a purpose today, I can't use it. So it says, We're talking about different types of cedar wood. Cedar wood was very expensive. Therefore, that's set aside completely for binyan and for other things and it was set aside for a different period of time that you definitely didn't have 
Rabbanah to use today, even Rav Shimon's might in that case, that the dinner is, it's also to use on Yantiv, there is a concept of Muxa by Muxa Machim Tzachar even if you're Rav Shimon, and therefore that, that Mishnah is not like a Buddha, it's still the Rav Kal. Tashma, another Kasha Rabbeicham, because we see a Mishnah Mepureshes that's not Mishnah like a Buddha, because it says, a Mashkin, you can't hydrate an animal, they used to hydrate an animal and give it a lot to drink before they did the Shechita in order to make it easier to skin the animal after the Shechita, and also, you can't shecht the Midbarius. What are Midbarius? Midbarius are animals that would generally rest and sleep outside the Trum, and therefore, since they weren't coming into the Trum during Yadav, you were maximum you didn't have Kavana that you're going to use it, and therefore, it would be us to do that, it's books, so that's like Rabbi Yudah. Our Mashkim Shecht is Rabbi Yudah also agrees that you can hydrate, and you can shecht the ones that are more domesticated, that would eat outside the Trum, but would come back at night to rest and sleep in the Trum. So again, the Gemara is Rabbi Yudah, how can you pass like Rabbi Shimon if we have a Stam Mishnah like Rabbi Yudah? The Gemara answer, Rabbi Yudah, Stam Mishnah like Rabbi Yudah, you write it is a Stam Mishnah like Rabbi Yudah, but Rabbi Yudah had another Stam Mishnah which went like Rabbi Shimon, and that's why he could still pass like Rabbi Shimon. Now, even though the Machlech is we're going to have now is between Beisham and Beisilo, however, we know Beisham by Bemaka Beisilo in the Mishnah, and like Rashi said, Beisilo, Choshim, Kestama, when you have Machlech, Beisham, and Beisilo, it's considered like a Stam Mishnah, and therefore we pass it like this Stam Mishnah. What is this Mishnah? Beisham, Magbim, Al Shukh, Latsam, Beklubin. Beisham says you're allowed to take off of the table the bones or the nutshells after you ate them, and there's no problem holds that you take the tablecloth off and you shake it out, but you don't touch that sons of the because there's a problem muksa like Rabuda. But Rab Nachman said, Anu Lanu, even though we had the machlekes between Beisham and Beisil the way we said it, however, Argus is Beishamik Rabuda, Beisham is actually the second sheet, which is like Rabuda, that you can't move the actual nuts or the bones. Beisil is Shimon, and Beisil is the first sheet, which is like the sheet of Rab Shimon, and therefore Rabbi Yechlan holds like this sheet of Beisil, which passed like Rab Shimon, and therefore he has no problem of Islam Mishnah. In the entire Mesech Shabbos, B'negea, the dinner muksa, the halacha is like Rab Shimon, that there's no dinner muksa, except for the case of muksa machzmiyas. Or my new, what is the case of muksa machzmiyas? That's something that's disgusting, and therefore you won't use it, is Nayashin, an old lamp that is made out of clay, because it gets ruined very quickly, and therefore by the time it's by up to its second use, you won't use it for anything else except for a lamp, and that is considered muksa machzmiyas, and we pass like Rab Yudah, not like Rab Shimon in that case. However, by Muksa Machas Issa, there we would hold like a Buddha. What's the case of Muksa Machmas Issa? If you had a lamp that you lit a fire in it on that Shabbos, therefore the lamp became a buses for the Dava Asa, for the actual flame, and therefore that would not be able to be used on Shabbos for your Buddha, and would pass like a Buddha. By something that's set aside because you're nervous and you're scared that you can have a monetary loss based on someone using that item, that even Rabbi Shimon would be Moida, that's us to use on Shabbos, that's considered a complete muksa. The Tanam, we learned in the Mishnah, call Kalim and tell me Shabbos, all Kalim could be moved on Shabbos, which is Mashba, even a Kalisha Machlis, and therefore, this Mishnah definitely is going like Shittas Rab Shimon, Chutz Mim Mesagadol, Vietl Shemachesha, except for the large saw, which was a professional saw, and was scared that you, someone's going to use it, they're going to ruin the blade, Vietl Shemachesha, also the blade that was used on the plow, that was something that was very delicate, and therefore, people didn't want other people to use it, or they didn't want to use it for anything that wasn't Malacha for Harisha, and that's why that's considered Muksa Machmas Chesar Kis, and even Rabbi Shimon would be married that's us to use that on Shabbos. We continue with the Mishnah. If someone makes a nether, of course they have to keep their word. However, there are two ways to get out of the nether. The first way is to annul the nether, but that's only specifically by a woman. When a woman makes a nether, then she's taller in her husband, and therefore her husband could be made for that nether, could annul that nether if he says, I don't want that nether. And we'll see in the Gemara that there's a question if you have 24 hours to annul the nether and be made for the nether, or the husband has until the end of that day 
to be made for the nether, but not 24 hours. Now, although Rashi says this Baal Ishtoy, and he seems to say that Hafar is only specifically from a husband to a wife, however, this applies from a father to a daughter in a very specific time period when the daughter is a gil chlal in the dorm until the point that she's a begaris. Also, any person that makes a nether could go to a chacham and be matin a nether. It doesn't go to my faith, it's not annoying, but it's matin a based on specific circumstances, and this can be done either by Yochid Mubcha or by three hijaitis. So our Mishra says, you're allowed to be made for the dorm, from a father to a daughter or from a husband to a wife, and you could be sure on the you'd be matin the other, things are relevant for that day. Could go in Rashi says, if someone makes a nether that they're not going to eat today, you could go and be matin the on such a type of nether. Now, if it's something that's not necessary for the Shabbos, therefore you can't do it either because that's going to be Terchius era or because that's considered over the Dechoyal. The Mishra continues with Pekisam Ara, you let us stuff up the light, you let us stuff up a window with a temporary board on Shabbos or Yantiv. There's Machlekes and Kuf Chafheim and Beis, Benigay Rebeleza and Chachamim. And here the Mishnah is passing like the Chachamim that there's no problem of moving this, there's no problem of making an oil aroi on Shabbos. Or Mayden Samatlis, and you'll have to also measure a piece of cloth to see if it has a share of Gimel or Gimel spice that it's Bekabal Tumah or not Benigay Tumah and Tyra. Or Mayden Samikvah, and you'll have to measure a mikvah to make sure that it has the shear of the proper water for a mikvah. Now, based on the fact that we just said you'll have to put something into a window in order to stuff up in a way that's aroi, in addition, we said that you're allowed to measure something on Shabbos So, there was a story in the time of the father of Tzadik and in the time of Abishol ben Bittis, that he closed up the light, they closed the window with a jug. The They tied an earthenware vessel with a strand of reed grass. And this was done in order to know if there was an opening of a tefach in the barrel that was above a mace. And this was going to help them to understand if there was Tumas mace over there, or if there was no problem of Thomas Mace because of Oil HaMace. And we will explain this further as we get to this Gemara on Kufnan Zion of Abayz. When we develop the Mavadu, from the story we understand, Shepaikin, that you could shutter up a window, or Maiden, and you can measure something if it's Litzarech Mitzvah, the Kaj B'Shabbos, you also allow to tie something if it's Litzarech on Shabbos, where it's going to be a Kash She'en Shakyama, because even though there's Isidra Bar on that, but Litzarech Mitzvah, we didn't say that it would be also. The Gemara continues, Yubailu. The Gemara now will bring two different ways to learn the same Shiloh, and both of them are actually based on the same Yisoyed. The question is, is Hafara something that the husband could do for a 24-hour period, or the husband only has until the end of the day that she makes the nether? And therefore, that would determine how to read the actual Mishnah. And we'll continue as follows. Hafara, when the husband does Hafara, does the Mishnah mean that Hafara could be done no matter what? If it's Why? Because since the husband only has till the end of Shabbos, therefore, even if he doesn't do it now, he'll always lose his opportunity to continue to be made for because it only says in the Torah, on the day he heard the nether, and therefore it would only be for that specific day. It can't go into the next day. By much of Shabbos, you already lose your chance, and therefore you can do Hafara. It doesn't make a difference if it's Lutzerich or Shalei Lutzerich. And then Vishayla is Lutzerich and Shalei Lutzerich Lai. And that's how to read the Mishnah. Mafir in the Dharm Shabbos, no matter what. Vinishol in the Dharm, Shane Lutzerich Shabbos. Now, if you're doing Hataris in the Dharm, then you can only do it if it's Lutzerich, but not Shalei Lutzerich. And that makes sense as well because you can always do it after Shabbos. Umashim Hachi, Kapilgilu Mahadadi. And that's why in the Mishnah it says Mafir in the Dharm, Bishabbos, Vinishol in the Dharm, Shane Lutzerich Shabbos. It doesn't say Mafir in the Dharm, Shane Lutzerich Shabbos. Oidilma, the Gemara says, or maybe Hafar Nami Lutzerich and Shalei Lutzerich Lai. By Hafar also, you could only do Lutzerich and not Shalei Lutzerich. And like we explained, because this side of the Gemara holds that you could have a 24 hour period to go and be made for the, the, the Nadarm of your wife. And therefore, things that are Shalei Lutzerich, you don't have to do on Shabbos, you can wait for after Shabbos. Why do we separate Hafar and Shalei in the Mishnah? Mishnah Hafar, 
Yitzchak Bezin v'Sheila Tzricha Bezin. It's tried to tell us point that there's a difference between Hafar and Sheila. Hafar is by the husband, and Sheila you need a Bezin. Tashma will bring right the Tani Zuti Zuta learned that the Bei Reb Papa and the Hasra Papa Mefirin Darim B'Shabbos L'Tzricha Shabbos that they will be made for the Darim of their wives on Shabbos only L'Tzricha Shabbos L'Tzricha Shabbos in Shalei L'Tzricha Shabbos Loi. And you see from here that the standard of Hafar to Darim is something that you could do for 24 hours, and therefore since you could do it for 24 hours, there was no reason to go be made for Hanadarim for something that Shalei L'Tzricha on Shabbos. Lishnach, we know exactly the same Gemara, but the Gemara explains it a little bit better. Ibaylu L'Tzricha Tavayok Tani V'Shalei L'Tzricha Loi Alma Hafar to Darim Eis Leis Oydilma Exactly our first question we had, but here we explain it that it's based on the aside if her first derm is kalayim or if it's beis leis as well. And that's why a husband can't be made for his wife's neda on Shabbos, which is Shalei Lutzerich HaShabbos, because you could still do it after Shabbos, so we don't allow you to do it on Shabbos itself. Um, Ravashi, Ravashi says, how can you bring me a raya that you have 24 hours? By that time, we have a mission that says specifically, a husband could be made for his wife's nether the entire day. Like Rashi says, sometimes there's a lot of time in the day, and therefore it comes out of Kula, and sometimes it's only a small amount of time, that's a Chumrah. If you made a nether right when Shabbos Started made for later Shabbos, VM Shabbos. You could still be made for the entire night of Shabbos, Friday night, and Shabbos itself. Until the end of Shabbos, Nadrim Chashecha. If she made the Neda right before the end of Shabbos, made for Ashley Techshach. You could only do Hafara until it gets dark until much of Shabbos. Shimlahe for Mishach Shecha, Ainu Yachlafa, because you don't have Meis Leis, you only have until the night, and that's why the Fetus Man Omar, you would say they could be made for Litzerich Shabbos, Vishalei Litzerich Shabbos, and Lachar. It's again talking about that we said before. The Gemara answers Tanoi and Chalam and Smachlik, Tanoi, the Tanoi will learn to the Braiser. So, Gufa, what we just had a question on is a machlaikis tanayim, and l'chayr, l'fidos tanayim, will be able to explain our Mishnah, each one according to their Yisrael and their Shita. We said in the Mishnah of Nishalim, you're allowed to go to a Chacham or to a Bezdin and be matineda on Shabbos. Are we talking about a person that before Shabbos he didn't have time to go to the Chacham, but he knew he had to go, but he didn't have time, so then he could go on Shabbos. But if someone had time before Shabbos, and he just waited because it was more convenient for him to do on Shabbos, then we wouldn't allow him to do Hatar Zadarim. Even at that time, we allowed him to do on Shabbos. Even though Rabbi Zutra Beit Rabzira had time to go and be matin and nether before Shabbos, still the Rabbanan got together and they were matin and nether. So you see, like the second side, that I feel that we still would be matin and nether for a person on Shabbos. Now, the Mishnah brought a story in order to explain that you're allowed to go stuff up a window and you're allowed to tie something and you're allowed to measure something if it's the Tzarek Mitzvah on Shabbos. And they brought a story from the Avishol Reb Tzadik and Abishol Ben Pitnis. And the story was, And now the Gemara will explain the rest of the story. We will explain it outside and then we'll read it inside. There was a person who was a Geisus and he was lying in an alley between two houses and was about to die. And if he would die, there would be a problem with Tumas Mace and there was a barrel above the body which formed an oil over the mace. Now if this barrel didn't have 
any hole. Or if there was a hole, like the Gemara will explain that the barrel did have a hole, but that hole was less than a tefach, it was less than a pesach tefach, then the tumor would spread through a window of an adjoining house. So they took a jug and stuffed up the window. That was the first thing they did, they stuffed up the window with a jug. In addition, they wanted to measure the actual hole of the barrel to see if it was a pesach tefach or not. So they took a jug, which was a tefach wide, and they tied a string to it to see if it fit through the hole of the barrel or if it didn't. If it fit through the hole of the barrel, then the tumor could escape through the hole and wouldn't be an oil amaze. But if the jug was too small to fit through the hole in the barrel, then it would be an oil amaze. And someone that was standing under that oil together with the maze would become tummy, number one. And number two, if they didn't stuff up the hole in the window with the jug, then anything that was in that house that was next door to this alleyway would also become tummy. So let's say in the Gemara, there was a small alleyway between two houses, with tumor and with tumor's mace between them, Kufnan Zayin on the base, the Giga Stuga, Munachas Agabas, and there was a cracked barrel that was on top of them forming an oil and they stuffed up the window with a jug and then they tied a string around the jug in order to test if the gigas had an opening of a tefach or if it didn't like we explained from what we just said we learned that you're allowed to stuff up a window you're allowed to measure on Shabbos and you're allowed to tie something and there's no Easter by a mitzvah Ula went to the house of the Reish Glusa and he saw he was sitting in a bath of water and he was actually testing it and measuring the amount of water when did Rabbanon say you allowed to measure only for a mitzvah you're sitting in a regular bath it's not a mikvah you can't go and test and measure this water I'm not doing for any I'm just trying to relax and therefore I'm measuring it but it's really not for any purpose and that's why it's Mazel Tov on the Siam and Shabbos. We'll start Arab in tomorrow morning.